Oh, my, 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 my. To God be the glory, huh? Ooh, come on. We're going to sing one more song. We're going to get to the word, and we're not going to keep you long this evening. That is a promise, because what I have to tell you is pretty short and sweet and deliberate. And uh, we'll get there. Songs called How Great Thou Art, and if you know it, sing along. But now listen to me. I get so sick and tired of, I mean, I travel everywhere. Y'all know that. DA's been there too. Look, it is frustrating to see people singing how great they are, and they're just words. That's ignorance gone to seed. There's better things to do on a, on a Thursday night than to come and just sing something that you don't even really mean. I mean, you know what I mean? So all I'm telling you is I'm not telling you there's a certain way you got to do it, but mean it. How great thou art. Amen. So if you know the words, sing it with me. Take it away, Kepler.
to truly think about the greatness of God. Four of you have. Praise God. <laughs> Honestly, have you or have we get so busy in life? I was thinking today, did any of you have the opportunity to see some of uh, President Bush's uh, funeral services? Anybody watch that? Okay. I don't care what side of the spectrum we're on. He's a great dude. Do you hear me? I mean, just plain, he was just a great human being. But, uh, I was watching that today and I was sitting there and it hit me that I was a little bitty kid when he was president. I was. All right, so I was an easy keeper. Let me put it this way, Dennis Aaron. I was young when he was president. And so I was watching him as they were carrying him in there and they were going to bury him. And hey, take care of that ring for me if you would, Cabo. I don't know what you got. There's an echo or something. I was thinking as they were taking him into burying him, I thought, man, time goes by like that. You know how come time goes by like that? Because we're busy. Any of y'all ever had a slow day at work before? Raise your hand if you have. Anybody ever had a slow day before? Or are you always just busy, busy, busy? Don't lie. Look, for people, I used to get frustrated. When I went to work and there's people and they'd walk in, they'd go, oh, I just can't believe we're so busy today. I'm like, are you an idiot? Do you really want to sit here all day long with nothing to do? Absolutely not me. Because when you're busy, you look up and it's 5 o'clock. Time to go home or 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, whatever it is that your schedule is. And I thought, man, a lot of years have passed. wonder how many of us have had a lot of years gone by that we haven't adequately realized the greatness of God in those years. Hello? Every one of us in this place, 
me and Dennis and if there's another preacher in this place you're in there with us too I promise you because we are human beings we allow life to get so busy sometimes and if we're not careful we get overwhelmed with the process of life and we miss the very meaning of the process I promise you the greatness of God is something that if you will grab a hold of listen to me if you understand how great he is, you will understand how small everything else that comes against you is. Amen? You say, oh, that's just good preaching. You know, that's good term. No, it's real life. I mean, if you really understand how big he is, then it makes everything else like, I mean, I promise you, I've had homemade biscuits before. Come on. So don't bring me them biscuits that you bring out of a can and tell me that's a biscuit. No, that ain't a biscuit. Amen? Because I've seen what a biscuit is. Whenever I stopped and whenever I began to taste of the goodness of God, I don't want no more counterfeits in my life. only want to walk in his greatness. Amen. Word says that we are made more than conquerors. Amen. How many of you want to be more than conquerors in this place? Because for too long in the body of Christ it's just a scripture you recite and it's not a way of living. Hello? Open your Bibles with me to Psalms 139. You know, it wasn't long ago that these glasses were optional. <laughs> and they've become a necessity. <laughs> you bite your tongue. <laughs> I'm going to pray over this word. Father, we, you just keep turning. I'm going to pray. God can hear me pray while you're turning. Father, we thank you for what you're going to do in this place tonight. Father, it is very unimportant that these people hear anything that I have to say. But it's vital that they hear what you have to say. So everything that comes from Ray, I'm asking you, hide it. Don't even let them hear it. But the things that are you, I pray that they would honor that word, they would cherish that word, that they would give that word its rightful place in their life, Father, so that it could go ahead and bring about life within them and in their family. Now, Father, we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. If you agree, would you say amen? amen. Well, I was sitting in my pickup not long ago. I told Dennis... Uh, by the way, I just love y'all's pastor, and, and uh, he's more than a preacher. He's my friend, and I'm so thankful for him more than I could ever be. And uh, So we were sitting and visiting the office. I told him, a lot of preachers have an office. I don't have an office. I've got two places, a barn, of which I go to quite a bit, but my favorite place to go to get along with God is my pickup. I don't know why. I guess it's because that's where I spend most of my time. I mean, my neighbors think I'm crazy, but I mean, they probably think I'm sitting in my pickup trying to, you know, spy on them or something because I'll just go sit in my pickup in the driveway and they're like, is this dude like lost his rocker? But I just go sit in my pickup with nothing on and that's where me and God, I talk to him. So I was in there and I was reading in Amos. And I'm going to be teaching some out of Amos at Joey and uh, Lisa Registers tomorrow night. 
but uh, I was reading in Amos, and I was like, Lord, why do you have me in Amos? Any of y'all ever read a bunch of Amos? Most of you are going, no, I don't even know Amos was in the Bible, all right? Not a lot of people have read it. Well, I didn't know why God carried me there, but I was reading in Amos, and I got through, and I was just sitting there, and the Lord says this to me, Ray, I'm an intentional God. Go read Amos. That has nothing to do with Amos. And I'm like, okay, God, I guess I get that, but I don't really get it. What are you trying to get a hold of me? And he said, Ray, he said, I want you to share with my people that I promise them that they are not here by accident. Listen to me. You are intentioned. When you were formed in your mother's belly and in her womb. It wasn't an accident. God intentionally created you. You weren't just something that was thrown together. I promise you, God formed you because there was, now listen to me, an intentional God always has an intended purpose for his children. Now think about that for just a second. Could you imagine what would happen in the body of Christ today if we quit running from place to place trying to find our place to fit in and we absolutely begin to walk where we were intended to walk? But now, let me ask you, because I want y'all to just be real with me. How many of you have ever found yourself walking where you were intended to walk? And you didn't like that place very much. Any of y'all ever done that before? I'll never forget. Years ago, I was doing cardiac and vascular ultrasound for a living. And I walked into the uh, surgical ICU room. And they needed an echo on this lady. And she's on the vent. Now listen to me. If you're weak stomached, so am I. I can handle a lot, but I can't handle snot. Do you understand me? Yeah, put your hands over yours. That's exactly what I do. I'm like, no, don't say boogers. I walked into that surgical ICU and here comes a respiratory therapist and I'm like oh no you don't now if you've ever worked in the hospital and if you've ever been in a surgical ICU there's one reason a a, a respiratory therapist comes when someone's on a trach it's to clean it out and I'm sitting there and I'm looking at her going is there any possible way that this deal can wait I don't I mean because I don't need her to have throw up on her and she's in the surgical ICU do you understand and she's like no it's got to be done so I'm sitting there and she needed her heart looked at because she was in a bad place and I'm sitting there and I'm looking and she's over there cleaning and there's all these sounds and I'm going hurry 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 I didn't want to be there hear me sometimes just because you don't want to be there doesn't mean that God didn't intend for you to be there because God is calling you to do something for those who cannot help themselves Psalms 139, beginning in verse 13, reads this way. For you created my inmost being, and you knit me together in my mother's womb. And I praise you, because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful, I know that full well. 
What would happen if we truly began to understand that what God created within us, even in uncomfortable times, is something beautiful? Imagine what would happen in the world today if we begin to walk as an intentional people, as someone who were created for a purpose, that we were designed for a purpose, that we were designed for destiny. I promise you what would happen is we would begin to see lives around us change because we're fulfilling the destiny for which we were fearfully and wonderfully made. So as I'm sitting in my pickup, the Lord's telling me about how intentional he is. And he says, Ray, think about the sun. And I said, okay, God, I love the sun. I really hate cold weather. Anybody in here hate cold weather? You don't? You like cold weather? You were raised around it? Well, I'm glad it was you and not me. I hate cold weather. Do you understand? When I die, they can put on my tombstone. Ray loved Jesus, kids, and hated cold weather. And there'll be three very truthful statements. Do you understand? That theory about fat people not getting cold is a lie from the pits of hell. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. So I was sitting there thinking about it gets cold and yeah, the sun is there and I love the sun because it's warm and God began it. He said, Ray, guess what? If I'd have set the sun a, far, a little further off from the earth, he said, guess what? You would have froze to death. I said, well, yeah. He said, Ray, now listen to me. If I'd have set it just closer, he said, you would have all fried to death. And I was like, well, yeah, I'm not a dummy. God, I got it. And he said, but I set that sun exactly where it was intended to be set. Now follow me. You need to catch this. And he said, Ray, I'm an intentional God that intended the sun to be where it is. And he said, sometimes in your life, there's still going to be winter. And he said, just because they're winter, it doesn't mean that you are not walking the course that I've called you to walk. Quit running from the times that you don't like. Stay the course and know that what I am doing is only seasonal. But I intended for you to be here. And you're not going to like it. But I promise you, the place where you can be blessed and the place where you can be prospered is the place that God intended you to be. Hello? Any of you guys ever found yourself hearing somebody and you're thinking, oh my goodness, everything's going wrong. And Man, where did I miss God? I must have missed God somewhere because it's just rough right now. Anybody ever went through a rough spell in your life? Raise your hand. We have, hadn't we? There's not a one of us in this place that hasn't went through a rough spell. Honey, if you are going to determine whether you are in God's will and in God's intended place only by your circumstances that you're walking in right now, you are going to be on a roller coaster ride for the rest of your life. An intentional God intentionally speaks to you and when He tells you to go somewhere, it won't matter if it's cold outside spiritually. It won't matter if there's a lot of money spiritually or if there's not hard any money spiritually it won't matter what the circumstances are it will matter what his intentions for you were hello 
You ever seen somebody that threw away a lot of gifts in their lives? My dad, my biological father, an incredibly gifted man, played drums for David Houston, was incredibly gifted musically, was incredibly gifted painting and doing all kinds of drywall. He, was in, he had a talent not rivaled by anyone else. He was as good as anybody else that was in the business and he was an incredible drummer. But he died on the streets of Fort Worth, Texas, homeless and alone, addicted to drugs because he refused to walk where he was intended and he only ran to what he knew and felt comfortable in. So the next time you find yourself at a place... And it seems like I can't take anymore. This is not comfortable for me. Ask yourself this question. Were you fearfully and wonderfully made for this day? You see, <laughs> I had a teacher that was teaching my son one time in ag and I looked at him and man, there was a bunch of knuckleheaded kids. And I said, dude, I just want to thank you for what you do for John John. And he looked at me, and I'll never forget what he said. He said, oh, Ray, they don't pay me to teach John John. He said, he's got you. He said, but there's two or three of them kids that have nobody in their life. And, and he said, that's who they pay me to teach. Now, now follow me. You agreed with me that you were fearfully and wonderfully made. You need to know that on the day when everything's falling apart. You need to know that when your marriage is struggling. Can you imagine what would happen if you stood one day? See, for somebody in this place and in your marriage, it's not like you want it to be. And in your marriage, you're thinking to yourself, what have I done? Did I make a mistake? You need to remember back to the day when God spoke into you. And he said, I intend for you to take that woman or that man to be your husband. I intend for you to spend all the days of your life with them. An intentional God has taken you to an intended place and intended places sometimes require unmeasured perseverance but when we know that we were fearfully and wonderfully made and intended for this day we will not move I want the church today in America to wake up and know that we weren't fearfully and wonderfully created to go to church on Sunday and put our tithes in the offering box and to stand and sing some songs. I'm glorying people who stand and go to fight for what is right in this world and that we don't do it just on Sunday morning. We've got to be intentional about pursuing a king. Amen. You ever known somebody if it didn't work once or twice, they just quit? Y'all ever known anybody like that? 
Can I be honest with you? I don't know if it's real preacher-like, but this is what I call them. I call them chicken-hearted. Hello? And I don't need any chicken-hearted people in my life. You know the kind of people I want in my life? I want the kind of people like Dennis Aaron who are typically always packing. So if we get in a ditch, I say, you got your gun with you? He said, I put my britches on, didn't I? Hello? I don't want somebody to get in the ditch with me that's going to look and go, man, I've been over here, and man, I'm, we made it through the first runs, but I just can't take it no more. I'm just scared to death. I want to go back home right now because this is tough. <laughs> what if the church today knew that we were intended to be in the trench and we were called for this battle on this day? Hello? Yeah. Oh, brother, I just, mm, that's so inspiring. I can't wait to come back to church next Wednesday or Thursday. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> this ain't the trench. This is a hospital where God brought you in because the world that you're living in, He knew He's an intentional God. He gave us hospitals where we could come and where we could get ministered to, where we could get healed back up so that we could go back out to our intended battle positions. An intentional God calling an intended people for an intended time. This time is now. Would you bow your heads? Would you come play for me?